Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. What's up, everyone? Stanio Smooth here. I wanted to show you guys a cool thing we're doing. This podcast is sponsored by Canada Dips, the newest lineup to the dip game, but in CBD form. The Canada Dips lineup features products made for every man's lifestyle. All tins are proudly crafted from the hills of Humboldt County in California. It's filled with flavor and will give you that good vibe that CBD brings to the room. So what are you waiting for? Use the promo code BELLYUP20 in all caps at CanadaDips.com for 20% off your next order. That's BELLYUP20 at CanadaDips.com. It's time to BS. I am fucking pissed. Great start, ladies and gentlemen. Great start. I recorded about half an hour worth of content. And the sound was distorted. Perks of having a top-tier microphone, so it wouldn't happen, but here we are. Retry. Also, I just, I, I, I can't do live streams anymore. I just, I can't. Unless if it's like BS sessions or any of that shit. Um, I just, I can't do it. Because if it's just me in front of the camera, it's all terrible. Some piece, some good piece of podcasting advice I was given was, I'd rather you have one great podcast rather than just like 17 bad ones. Take that advice to heart. Oh, boy. So that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we are coming to you from the lovely beaches of Long Island, New York, and part of the Bell of Sports and Belly Up Media Network. It's time to BS, and I'm Daniel Smooth. Brought to you by our friends over at DraftKings. Go to dkmg.co slash 150 to get up to $200 off when you bet $5 or more with DraftKings. SeatGeek, use the promo code BELLSPORTS in all caps uh, at SeatGeek.com to get $20 off your first purchase. And don't forget to support the lads over U Stadium. So go download the app over the App Store or Google Play and talk to some great sports fans. Uh, win some great prizes and uh, get some news on their Twitter and Instagram pages over at U Stadium. Also, friend of the show, uh, belly, up podca- belly Up Podcaster uh, here on the network, Morgan Man Sports starts selling his own merch recently, and uh, more and more better designs are along the way. So uh, go get his merch using the link in the description. I will have it posted when this podcast is up. Uh, also on the clips, I will do my best to do that. Um his podcast covers Call of Duty League esports and Atlanta Falcons football. So if you're interested in buying some neat shirts and merch and stuff like that, visit his link in the description of the podcast link. Will also be in the description of this show. Um, I'm also down one finger today. No, I did not lose it. It's still intact. It's it's currently in a uh, splint. 
I had a little procedure done on my finger, work-related injury, nothing too crazy. Uh, you know, aluminum is very sharp. Aluminum is very, very sharp. Um, and my hand slipped, <clears throat> which is uh, not fun. But um, it's okay. It's stitched up, blah, 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 blah. I'm just, I'm also down one ear. My right ear is currently clogged with water. No, I am not having a good time. But also, breaking news, the Choco Taco is back thanks to Taco Bell. Do you remember that treat? Oh, my God. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was so good. It was so tasty, so delicious. And now it's back thanks to our friends at Taco Bell. What, Donut? Do you hear her? It's calling for attention. Even though she's going to cause chaos. But yeah, the Choco Taco's back. That's exciting. Speaking of the Choco Taco, rather tacos in general, anyone uh, see the world record holder for the most men slept within 24 hours? Well, our friend Lisa Sparks did it in 24 hours with 919 dudes. First of all, I did the math. Uh, that is 39.3 dudes in every hour. Uh, I have the article also right here. American Lisa Sparks, who goes by her alias uh, Lisa Sparks, uh, porn star. Uh, she slept with 919 dudes. In October 16, 2004, in Warsaw, Poland. Uh, yeah, that's 45 seconds for every dude. Um, Jesus. At the annual World Gangbang Championships. That's funny. Uh, fought fierce competition. There was the rival who came in second, slept with 759. Good lord. Uh, I have questions. How sore do you think she was after all that? Second, like, the math doesn't add up unless these dudes are all, like, you know, Dungeons and Dragons, college virgins or some shit. Or they just get, yeah, just, you know, fill in the blank there. That button's going to be used. Um, Third, how's the smell? Oh, my God. The smell must be horrible. Probably smells like fish and chips or a high school, you know, football locker room. That's gross. That's just, that's just, that sounds so bad. It sounds terrible. Ugh. Ugh, that's no. No. However, however, good on her for having the stones to do it. That's awesome. Uh, but yeah, that's that's just fucking disgusting. Speaking of disgusting, uh, is AEW in the trenches now? They're in the gutter, all right. 
Woof. Uh, Darby Allen, who is the one half of the current AEW World Tag Team Champions with Sting, who probably was going to have his final match in a, in a, in a week or two um, against the Young Bucks. Where have I seen this before? Uh, Darby Allen. Basically, to sum it up, told the truth in, in a promo they did on the Young Bucks, who, if you haven't heard by now, are the executive vice presidents of All Elite Wrestling. To sum up the promo that he did, that Darby did, who, by the way, I am shocked this man is not a world champion right now. Darby Allen basically said this is all elite wrestling, not all friends wrestling. Or, or I got backwards. This isn't all elite wrestling. This is all friends wrestling. There we go. I got that right. Um, all AEW has done is hire the friends of Matt and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks, who want to do indie bullshit and not do actual professional wrestling. Um, Darby also name-dropped Cody Rhodes, who hired him. And the crowd proceeds to chant Cody. Uh, the Young Bucks... By the way, the Young Bucks... He, I, I want to throw this out there. The Young Bucks were big on the indie stage. They were giant in the indies. Like, specifically Ring of Honor, New Japan, to a degree TNA. They're trying to do their thing, their way... And only their way in their wrestling company, which is basically saying it's my way or the highway. That's never a good idea. Under any circumstances of life as a whole. And the by the way, the fan base that will defend AEW, I will give them credit. They'll defend this company to their grave, offer up their firstborn child to sacrifice and will destroy anything good, any promotion not named AEW that happens to do. Literally. Elimination Chamber was this morning, well, technically last night, for our friends over and down under Australia. Um, and I'm guaranteeing you AEW fans will destroy anything WWE will do, destroy anything TNA does, destroys anything Major League Wrestling does. It's just like, what the Fuck. Like, come on. Darby's 100% right in this regard. And I credit him for having the stones to do it. Speaking of banging, uh, former Washington Congresswoman Rachel Dolezal, who was a former high school uh, teacher, uh, was fired from her job recently for having an OnlyFans account, which was discovered by one of her students. <laughs> Um, this is fucking hilarious. This is the same woman who, by the way, is pulling off blackface like Tropic Thunder with Robert Downey Jr. Uh, if you don't know what she looks like, just Google her. If you don't know the account that her OnlyFans happens to be, just Google I'm sure you smart people can figure this out. <clears throat> but, um, this brings up an interesting debate. 
that has been going back and forth for me for quite some time. And it's about OnlyFans. I am not against it. I'm not for it. I am dead smack in the middle on it. If you like to show the goods, well, that's ultimately up to you. I flat out don't care. Because sex work is, is a job. It can be a job. But it can also be flat out prostitution. And I could see why people are against it. I understand people why are, why are for it. Because you should, you know, express yourself however the fuck you want to do. You know, this is America. Free country. You know, U.S. of A. and shit. Um, I just think this whole story was hilarious. And she looks like she's in her 70s. But, no, just flat out, no. I mean, hey, you do you in the end. I just think this story was fun to talk about. This whole thing is just like a bad slice of pizza, which is hard to find. You'd be surprised. You'd be, it's, it's very hard to find a really bad pizza place. Maybe Papa John's is in there. Or dominant. I mean, are the chains definitely the chains of Papa John's, Pizza Hut, and Domino's? I never liked them. I'm spoiled because I, I like, you know, actual good pizza. What? Domino's is good. Out of all of them, I I prefer Domino's truthfully. But enter a great debate. Uh, if pineapple belongs on pizza, that, that debate has been going on for years. Um, I personally think pineapple with ham and light drizzle barbecue sauce or, you know, any kind of sauce, really. It's not bad. It's really not. It's a pretty good combo. Uh, and also, meat is a nutrient-dense food. Change my mind. Change my mind. Pizza is meat, cheese, bread. Which is your proteins, your fats, and your carbs. It's definitely not something to have all the fucking time. But if, you know, you're offered a slice of pizza here and there, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You go, go for that shit. I got one for you. There's this pizza place over in Bayport, New York called uh, the Pizzeria. Which is, you know, like a franchise or something it's a good fucking place. I think the, their pizza, one of their pizzas is called Uncle Louis, which is sausage, pepperoni, rota cheese. I, I can't pronounce that perfectly. Uh, my Italian, you know, pronunciation is a li- little, little shitty. And a hot honey glaze. Lord, son. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Speaking of which... Pizza is indeed a glorious food, and only a few places have the best pizza. Detroit, Long Island, New York City, parts of Connecticut, like Stanford and New Haven in particular, and then there's Chicago. Absolutely. I haven't had Chicago deep dish yet. I would like to have a Chicago deep dish one of these days. Detroit I've had. Obviously, I'm from Long Island, so, you know, I've had that. New Haven, Connecticut, I've not had. I've had Stanford. I've had Stanford, Connecticut. Stanford's not bad. It's not bad. 
know, I like a good flop in the dough. I like a good crispy bottom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's hard to fuck up a really good pizza. It's really hard to fuck up pizza. You know, unless you're, you know, Papa John's. Which, in this case, you're just treading water. But... It's it's I don't know what you what do you think it, I think it's really hard to fuck up a good slice of pizza, truthfully. So I had to travel back into the future, uh, because I got a brand new microphone stand that no longer sounds like I'm hitting that. It's now solid, solid man. Uh, so that being the case here, I, I have some thoughts regarding the WWE women's division, certain wrestlers involved, certain wrestlers not involved, um, push Ivy now to the moon for starters, along with Jade Cargill and Zoe Stark and give Raquel Rodriguez a heel turn for God's sakes. Just give her a heel turn. That woman deserves it. Also introduce a mid-car woman's title, because let's be honest here, uh, that is needed. Whenever Shotzi Blackheart comes back from her ACL surgery, make her and Tegan Knox a tag team again. Uh, make Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell a tag team again. That's already a start. Now the Fire and Nisledon are great as a tag team. Sorkatan, Chance, and Caden Carter... They're great. They're they're just phenomenal. Um, and also, I'm a big fan, big old fan of Rhea Ripley. She's phenomenal. She really is. And there's some women's talent that deserve a good run. There's some that don't that don't deserve it. But who am I to judge? We shall see. So this morning as a recording uh, was Elimination Chamber. And technically last night in Perth, Australia, for my friends in Down Under, um, there was a shit ton of fireworks used. Seems expensive. Hey, they can afford it. Um, It's also nice knowing that there's potentially future WWE events going to the continent of Australia. Yes, it is indeed a continent. Not a country, for those geography nerds out there. Uh, Anyway, the women's chamber match started everything off. Raquel Rodriguez, who desperately needs needs a heel turn. Naomi, welcome back. Tiffany Stratton, who's a star in the making. She's 24. And she already looks unbelievable. Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, who was my pick to win the event, and Becky Lynch, who ended up winning the whole thing. Um, wasn't bad, but usually like these massive women's matches go, like the Royal Rumble or Elimination Chamber, they usually are, you know, kind of sloppy, but what are you going to do? Uh, Becky Lynch will end up facing Rhea Ripley for the Formerly SmackDown Women's title, the current Women's World Championship. 
at WrestleMania 40. Uh, the men's chamber match, we have uh, Bobby Lashley, Logan Paul, Kevin Owens, L.A. Knight, who was eliminated via AJ Styles, Randy Orton eliminated by Logan Paul interference, and Drew McIntyre comes away with the winner, or as the as the winner. Uh, McIntyre, who, honestly, I don't hate any of these. I really don't. Um, I really like McIntyre, and I think he should get in our world title shot. This, by the way, was supposed to go to CM Punk, but you know, torn triceps happen, so yeah. We don't like these things. Um, hey, speaking of things that we like, though, Rhea Ripley took care of Nia Jackson, her homeland of Australia. That's nice. We we enjoy these things. We do enjoy these things a lot. Um, so there, that was Elimination Chamber. Um, eh, didn't particularly care. I was like, ah, I, I, I usually like the Chamber matches. They're pretty brutal, like in a good way. Uh, it's a unforgiving structure, but it's it's usually pretty good. Happy baseball season, ladies and gentlemen. Spring training is in full force. And that concludes our 2024 baseball coverage because the Dodgers are apparently going to win everything. Ah. No. I really don't have a World Series pick, and truthfully, I really don't care. Um, not that I don't care, but, I, you know, I do. It's just... I don't see a clear number one contender for the World Series this year. You know, it doesn't compute to my brain. The Mariners are looking to bounce back despite trading some pieces away, but, you know, trust the process. The Mets are will look to once again bounce back again after yet another disappointing season again. The Yankees have high hopes and have... Uh, Featuring newcomers Juan Soto, Anthony Volpe, sort of, Austin Wills, Jason Dominguez, and Alex Verdugo, uh, Giancarlo Stanton, Aaron Judge, Garrett Cole, Anthony Rizzo, DJ LeMahieu, and Jose Trevino. Um, All of them have to stay healthy and play at minimum 130 games. It's just that easy. Um, Then they'll be fine. But, you know... As a Yankee fan, I can't help myself but feeling some sort of, like, optimistic here. Because, you know, I'm a fan of this team. But at the same point, I can't help myself whenever I feel a weird hint of unoptimism, of false optimism. As in, like, I really don't think this team is going to be that much better. I'm, I'm very open to being wrong. As we've discussed numerous times, I don't mind being wrong. Um, I really... I think the Yankees will win the American League East, but by how much is the big question here. But that's the beauty of baseball. It's 162 games. We have no idea. 
Speaking of having no idea what they're doing, uh, in perfect time because I decided to cut my cable service out completely. Um, which, by the way, note to self on this, absolutely needed to do not renew. Speaking of cable, uh, the New York Islanders who play on the MSG networks um, are a goddamn mess. They're not far out, but it damn sure seems like it. The fan base has um, has slowly been turning on Lou Lamorello for some reason. I don't understand why. Because he's not the players. Uh, granted, he signs and trades for them, but at the same point. Um, speaking of which brings us to the fan base. It's turning on the players, it's turning on the coaches. It's like, Jesus can't make up your goddamn mind, can you now? But I just think this is all sorts of funny to me. Because I I get it that the fan base is frustrated. I completely understand. But it's one of those things where you ask yourself, what's really the problem here? What's really the problem here in on Long Island. Is it the players? Is it Lou? Is it the coaching staff? You already fired one coach. You fired Lane Lambert. You brought in Patrick Waugh. It seems like the offense is clicking. The defense can't seem to do anything. Adam Pellick, I don't know what happened to him. Ryan Pollock, I I don't know what, what happened either. Um, there are some things where I just completely question everything. But then there are times where I really start to question just, uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm at a loss here because they're not that far out. But it sure as hell seems like it. If that makes sense to me or to you guys. This is my favorite part of the NFL season. Free agency and eventually the draft. This is my favorite part because we get new players on new teams and potentially we get some big time uh, acquisitions by our favorite team. And it's exciting because we genuinely have absolutely no idea who's going to sign where. Uh, Chris Jones, Brian Burns leave the pack in terms of top free agents. Kirk Cousins is in there somewhere. Uh, Baker Mayfield is in there as well. And then there's also Leonard Williams. T. Higgins, by the way, signed his franchise tag with Cincinnati, so he's not going anywhere. Josh Jacobs, Patrick Queen, Tyron Smith. This is just what I have written down. Uh, And perfect timing, too, because the salary cap increased by $30 million today as of recording. Um, I'm pumped. I'm genuinely super excited. I don't have any predictions because this is one of those things where I don't like to make predictions. But, again, if I were to make predictions, I'd just be like every other sports show on the planet. Let's make a predictions, hot takes, thanks for ESPN, which I don't want to be that. 
I want to sit here, relax, and enjoy the show. That is how I am, and that is how I will continue to do so. Um, What do you think of... You know what? I will make predictions and say this. Chris Jones is going to go to the NFC. Chris Jones is going to leave the Chiefs and go to the NFC. Where? I don't know. Brian Burns? He could stay with Carolina. Who knows? I don't know. Kirk Cousins? I think he stays with the Vikings. Baker Mayfield stays with the with the Buccaneers. Um, Christian Wilkins is a big one because he's a really good player from Miami. Um, I don't know. I don't know about him. But more predictions probably in the coming weeks. So as I close out this this episode here, um, I want to talk about something. Gavi Petito and Brian Laundry, um, there was a settlement on that case. For those who do not know, Blue Point's very own uh, Brian Laundry and Gavi Petito were cross country traveling on uh, their van when Gavi's remains were found in Wyoming. Uh, I'm sure you could find the rest of the details. But there exists a little thing called trust. A little thing we like to to do called keep our inner circle close. You never know who's going to stab you in the back. You never know who's going to take advantage of you. You never know who's going to, you know, question everything in your life. I'm sure you've felt that way before. But as we continue to grow, you know, and gain experience and gain, you know, respect and give respect... We find out who the people that are closest to us. We find out who our friends really are. We find out who we can really trust. And the reason why I bring up this point and why I bring, you know, Gabby's case in there is we've grown accustomed as a people to just letting people in. And I bring Gabby's case involved because I knew Brian not on a regular basis, but I didn't know of him. And the people that did know him the best were, of course, devastated. Um, and it's one of those things where my heart hurts for them because they knew him so well but I think we can all learn from this is we can always learn to keep our friends close and our enemies closer and know who our friends really are so with that being said ladies and gentlemen my name is Daniel Smooth I appreciate you for tuning in 
to episode 209 of Time to BS. Be sure to like, subscribe, and follow the podcast wherever you get it, whether it be Inst- whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and Threads at Time to BS Podcast and at Daniel Smooth. Uh, my name is Daniel Smooth, the Great and Powerful. I'm coming from the lovely beaches of Long Island, New York. I'm from the Bell Sports and Media Network. This has been Time to BS. And I will see you all in this life or the next one. Cheers, guys. Cheers.